Joel Culliver from the one and only Dr. Colossus. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Um, Dr. Colossus is such a, a rad, different band that I don't want to put any words in your mouth or or do it some sort of injustice. So why don't you explain to anyone that's listening that doesn't know Dr. Colossus what exactly it is and how would you, how would you how do you guys describe it to people? Sure. Um, so initially, uh, the band started as a two piece with uh, my brother Jono and our friend Nathan Johnson, who's um, sadly passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, but the initial sort of idea for the band was just let's start a doom band, and you know what's the what's the doomiest kind of name you could give a band? Doctor Colossus is you know pretty epic um and then the while we're at it let's make all the lyrics about the simpsons uh and initially it was kind of disguised as you know you had to actually listen to the lyrics to to figure that out um yeah and... notice with the, with the new album i mean subtlety was out the window <laughs> right? as yeah, soon as you yeah. picked up the album yeah um, so... Just in case anyone hasn't heard the title of this new album that you put out in 2021, um, it's I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt and my butt smells and I like to kiss my own butt. <laughs> so so subtlety about Simpsons humor is just completely out the window at this one. But <laughs> yeah, so it got to, you know, it got enough traction that um, and the, the as the members changed over and we sort of Mark II version of the band. Um, Began, yeah, we we were we just went all out and got the costumes and um, didn't do anything by halves, as the album title sort of leads. Yeah. yeah. So when Doctor Colossus started, and I know that you said that you weren't part of the original iteration of it, but I mean, there had to have been some discussion about how to balance, you know, being a gimmick and being a serious band or how to be at least taken seriously as a band there's plenty of music projects out there that just do jokey humor music and there's plenty of real legit you know serious bands and you guys yeah. are right in that that middle ground and you do it so perfectly because it's not it doesn't sound like a joke i mean yeah if you, yeah, if you yeah. kind of forget about the lyrics or or the album title or something i mean it's just great just great music and, and i think that's what's special about dr colossus anyway is because you can play it to anyone and they go, that's awesome. But what's even more awesome is that there is like this kind of sense of humor to it also. So when it started, was it going to be a joke or was it going to be serious or was this the goal all along was to kind of like walk that line? Um, I think initially I'm speaking for the other boys that, that started the band, but I, initially it sure. was for their own entertainment really. Um, and their own little, you know, in jokes and, um, but it sort of once people caught on to what was happening and and the the music they had the music there and the and almost the novelty of the two piece, is originally there was just guitar and drums and vocals and the guitar was split into um, a bass guitar sound as well, um, so they kind of had that you know it was something always a little bit different about it but it was entertaining and. Um, yeah, people were rolling with the, you know, they, they enjoyed that it was subtly uh, novelty, I think, 
but um, if you're a fan of The Simpsons or you're a fan of Black Sabbath or whatever whatever part of it grabbed you, um, all added up to yeah, sort of what it is today. And we just you know ran with it after it sort of yeah got a little bit of popularity. So yeah. So has there ever been any discussion about like, I mean, I guess not because since you just put out an album in 21, but has there ever been any sort of discussion like we got to ditch this Simpsons thing? Like it's too limiting, like people aren't taking um, it serious or, or whatever. You ever like think about changing course or not, not at taking it even point. further or, you know, even, going even more yeah. balls in with, with well, it? Or? If anything, the discussions of uh, how to, what's the next step in the same direction. Um, but yeah, we've had comments like, you know, if only that band was, you know, if they got rid of the costumes and, uh, took it seriously, you know, they could be really, you know, uh, where if we did, we'd probably just blend into the crowd again. And, you know, you fight the, the competition is, is a very big field once you go into that, you know? Right. The thing about you guys though, is that I never hear anyone go like, Oh, is that that Simpsons band? Like, they never refer to you as, like, just a Simpsons band. Like, it's way more yeah, than that. Yeah. It is, like, a legit Doom band. It is very good. People talk about how talented you guys are as musicians and songwriters and stuff. Like, it's it, I don't ever hear anyone say, like, oh, that fucking Simpsons thing again. You know, like, yeah, that's what I, I mean, mean by you guys walk that line so well, is that luck, people really luckily, do take it seriously. So, Luckily for us, yeah, we, we can... Um, we're all... Uh, serious enough about songwriting and musicianship that we can we can back it up and that can sort of yeah we're not relying on that novelty factor yeah if uh, yeah it if definitely doesn't use it it, it doesn't seem like it uses it like as a crutch you know it doesn't use it as a crutch to to make the music yeah. what it is the other thing that i thought was interesting yeah. was that there's no like samples of simpsons dialogue like and that might be like maybe a, a legal thing maybe maybe you can't afford to use simpson samples i don't know how that works but yeah, I, I thought it was really in... interesting that like a song like stupid sexy flanders i'm like there's got to be a sample of him saying it in this song and there's not and it's like it really it goes it's all lyrics it doesn't again it doesn't use that like dialogue a clip or anything no samples as like a crutch yeah. to make the song what it is like it it's all written in a way that you get the reference, but it's not just like sampling Simpsons episodes. Yeah. And in the live show we do, we'll do little song intros, um, little quotes and things like that. But yeah, on, if you're releasing stuff on a CD or on, on, uh, public streaming or, um, yeah, that's a, that, that's where you could probably get into trouble too. So, so far we haven't, hadn't had any issues, uh, with, like what? What could the issue be? But um, the only problem we had with why the al the newest album cover was um, it wasn't even a legal problem. That it was one of the streaming distributors wanted to black out the Simpsons faces because they thought they might have a problem. But that was a uh, uh, um, it wasn't like DistroKid, but it was one of those. Uh, oh, online yeah, that's interesting. Companies. So that's that's that explains on Spotify why the faces are blacked out, if you've noticed. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. That, I, I also know that um, the album before this is called The Dank, right? Yeah. So I know the artist that did that album cover. I, I followed him for a lot of years. Uh, I just liked his illustrations and art, and yeah. he does some really cool like Simpsons Tim, stuff. 
Timothy Tim Doyle. Doyle. Yeah, Timothy Doyle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't. How does that work though with like an artist? Like, does does he get in trouble for copying Simpsons material? And then on top of that, you bought it or the rights to it or whatever for your album cover. I mean, yeah, it's got to get kind of messy at that point. I think. Um. Yeah, we bought the rights to the. Uh, again, I wasn't wasn't in the band at that time, but um, they bought the rights to the artwork to re- with like spoke to Tim, I guess. Um. And yeah, I guess like even if you got sued, like they they could only really sue you for what little money a a, a small sort of national level band might be making from it so you know worst case we're yeah we just changed the artwork, he does some, but, some cool um, ones like that with the simpsons yeah. stuff i saw the the mose one and then he's done like king of the hill and stuff too that are like kind of that dark imagery but related to like king of the hill yeah, simpson whatever so it's pretty cool I, I like that i like his style it's yeah. yeah and he does it well too like he doesn't sort of uh hold back which is good yeah yeah it's cool um have you heard from like anyone in the simpsons camp since you started doing this have you heard from Mm. maybe not matt graining specifically but like anyone saying this is cool keep doing it let's collab on something or season to don't do this anymore no no news which is good news i think um but yeah we we became friends with the um oakley dokley band and we we toured with them in australia that's the like the Ned Flanders like metal band, right? Yeah, and they were lucky enough to get an email and say we want to put your film clip in the uh, the credits of of an episode. Um, But we haven't been so lucky yet. So, but we took that as a you know they're not they haven't got a problem with any of this sort of thing. So, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that they used any uh, from Oakley Dokley. I, I remember hearing about them and seeing like a music video from them where they're all dressed up. Um, but Simpsons reached out to them, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not sure the exact episode, but um, the the final credits is there. I think it's the White Wine Spritzer film clip with the Simpsons credits rolling over the top. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I think they were pretty happy. Yeah. I was going to ask before you had, we had talked uh, via email, if you ever thought of doing like some combined tour with them because they they came to mind early on, but it sounds like you already kind of tried that. How'd that go? Yeah. Yeah. So luckily uh, this was just before the pandemic, really Uh, 20 early 2020. I think they came out to Australia and we did an East coast and New Zealand, uh, um, must have been about seven shows with them. Um, and yeah, awesome. They're the loveliest people. And um, yeah, we, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we would have hopefully, you know, come over to the States or done some more with them, but uh, the world shut down <laughs> right. ever since. And they're, they're a US band. Did you say that? Yeah, I think, uh, I think okay. they're based in Arizona. So, yeah, but they're they're like 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 met like death metal or something, right? Kind of, yeah. Like, um, they have a mix of like metalcore, maybe with, uh, but now like some techno elements live as well. Okay. They have like a synth pad player, and um, 
but yeah, they have a big sound live. Um, cool. And they put on a yeah a pretty good show, so it was fun. How the fans react to the kind of the difference in in music, but being like a Simpsons themed thing, was it? A lot of metal fans that didn't know what they were getting into, or were they like hardcore Simpson nerds and they were like, holy shit? Yeah, I think it was it was a bit of both. Like, I definitely noticed um, compared, like, you know, you go to other other metal gigs in our sort of the Doom stoner scene mm-hmm. where you get your, your diehard sort of music lovers. Uh, but there's definitely, yeah, that sort of. I wouldn't say Comic Con, but uh, people coming dressed up and a different, maybe more like collector sort of, you know, people that um, want the merch and um, definitely a different different group. Um, that sort of even now with our own shows, so uh, you know, headline shows that um, yeah, I think we've got a broader scope than you might have otherwise, which is good. Yeah. How do you go about writing some of these songs? Because we talked about it a little bit, but it is sometimes kind of subtle. Sometimes, you know, kind of like the main idea behind the song, it's not just like so blatant, like it doesn't take like a line and just like, you know, explore that one episode. Sometimes it kind of seems like you take different parts of different things and combine them into one song like how do you decide which episodes to write about or which joke then how do you decide to like elaborate on that throughout the song because it there is a subtlety to it yeah uh so generally every we're very um open to everyone's ideas and you know everyone has come in with riffs even the drummer guitar riffs um and we'll explore the music generally or most of them you know get a, a rough sort of um road map of the music and um loosely you know everyone has their the song if the song if they've come in with the the music part that's that's kind of their, their baby a little bit but everyone's really um good team about trying everyone else's ideas and um exploring every avenue so do the music demo that up maybe even and then Jono and Mike usually usually have some you know a general idea of a song lyrically that they can then transfer onto those um, musical ideas or sometimes I've just said here's a riff like for example Lard Lad um I had the idea that it was kind of, it gave me maybe a vibe of um, like an Iron Man sort of character. So I just said to Jono, uh, I just want this to be about Lad Lad. Here's the music. So that's, uh, he just took it from there. So yeah, people have always got little ideas brewing, ready to go and ready to find a place for. So it works pretty well do you do you guys watch a lot of simpsons while you're practicing jamming to get ideas and incorporate it or is it you just kind of know the material good enough now i know you said that you weren't quite as big of a simpsons guy as the other uh, members but i mean do you have to go home and do homework in order to get these albums out (laughs) i'll have uh, personally i'll use the stuff that's you know stuck with me since i was a kid watching it um 
and I'm sure, like from my in my uh, future songs, some more of the um, the Halloweeny sort of type episodes really stick with me, and they kind of make it easier to write heavy metal too. Um, uh, where's I going with that one? What was the what was the question originally there? Uh, just you know, do you do you watch a lot of Simpsons? Do you have to like, oh, yeah. kind of do your research in order to, to kind of make this um, stuff happen? Or yeah, so yeah, we'll or yeah, if, if you're stuck for an idea, definitely go back and maybe watch a few episodes. Or um, if you've got an idea, go back and you know fine tune the, all the, the the lines and get deep on the storyline. Um, but the other guys, I think, you know. They would probably still be watching a few episodes every week just to, just for their own entertainment purposes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's like I don't know the longest running TV show in history. It's it's not like you'll have any shortage yeah. of ideas anytime yeah, soon. It's like you got yeah. you know I don't know what they're on now like five hundred episodes or something. But yeah, which is nice to know that you know you've you've actually got an unlimited um, bank of ideas to to choose from. So yeah, it's yeah pretty much. Which is not like, you know, in some bands you you rely on one person to come up with, you know, original lyrics and original ideas and we sort of don't really have that problem. We don't have an excuse yeah. if we, you know. And how many how many ways can you say I love you or I'm in pain or, you know, wh- whatever, right. you know, Break in a song ups. that hasn't been said already, you know, and, and you're doing this completely original idea, yeah. which is almost ironic because it's not even, you know, your original idea. It's yeah. The Simpsons. But in, in a way, it's like it is. It's super original because no one else is writing stuff like you guys are. So it's it's interesting. And and we can in sort of um, in some ways to, in the way that we subtly blend the the lyrical ideas in. As you've probably heard, there's most songs give a nod to uh, a band or a you know a, another style too. So we can sort of steal. Uh, ideas from uh, all the music that we love as well in a subtle yeah. or not, not so subtle way. Yeah. And, and you guys have been in other bands before, I think you said? Yeah. So we originally as uh, younger teenagers, obviously my brother and I grew up in the same house. And then we started a band with Nathan, the original drummer. Uh, but we also went to school with Josh, the current drummer. So we all knew each other and played together for years. And then um, once everyone finished high school, some of them uh, moved closer to the to Melbourne, the big city centre. Uh, Josh and I were still living where I live now, and we we just played covers and had fun uh, for a couple more years before he moved away. And um, yeah, we've all been very active since teenagers. Uh, and then uh, we met Mike sort of just in the, the local Melbourne scene. And he was actually um, a, a big Simpsons fan and just heard the band um, at a gig. And they didn't have a bass player and he was a bass player and he was just nominated. He's, you know, I'm your bass player now, um, whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but it... He is the perfect fit. Like you couldn't, you couldn't do it without him. And he is, he is the brains trust. We did a, 
a gig in the did a, a sort of uh, competition with one of the other bands that um, a Simpsons trivia competition, and Mike was unbeatable, which was yeah, he's solid. Do do people <laughs> do people like assume that you guys are huge, huge Simpson nerds, and like try to like challenge you on that kind of stuff? Yeah, sometimes you get people. You'll be talking to someone, and they slipping in like little quotes and one-liners and sometimes I'll get them, but sometimes, especially like, yeah, I'm hopeless remembering sort of even lyrics. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty slow, but some people, yeah, they love to. I have, I have friends that it doesn't even, it doesn't even have to be the Simpsons necessarily, but you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia or, or other shows and, and they'll just be like spouting out lines or movies like both barrel movies. And they just know every word. And I'm like, I've seen that movie a hundred times, but I couldn't tell you a single yeah. line from it. I it just like, yeah, it, yeah. I just don't remember it. I don't know. I don't have that yeah, skill my, of just like reciting these lines. Doesn't work like that either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So again, to go kind of go back to like that credibility thing, I, I saw that you guys won uh, an award in Australia, like the the best heavy act or something in Australia. Yeah. So it was um uh, in the state of Victoria. Um, they have a sort of end of year music awards night. Um, and I think it was out of, it might've been 10 bands that got shortlisted. Um, I think normally it's voted on, if you'd album that year, you'd have best metal album. Um, but they may have tweaked it a bit because it was a pretty quiet, um, year for releases, but yeah, we got the. Uh, best metal act for the state of Victoria. So basically, um, which is does that like Melbourne? Does that like blow your guys' minds? I mean, that you're doing this like Simpsons thing, and then you're getting nominated for like best heavy act in Australia. I mean, that that's crazy. It seems. Yeah, yeah, and where you know, um, for you know, middle aged white guys, you know. The political boundaries or uh uh yeah we're just doing our thing so and uh yeah normally you know with an album we when picking an album title we're like you know people would have to read this out if we you know in these situations or you know it, when it got into their, um album charts and it's just this big long you know, it doesn't even fit on the page, sort of album title. Yeah. But did yeah. did anyone have to, like when they're presenting the award? Did they have to say the album title out loud? Uh, I don't think they did. No, that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if, if it has. It definitely happens like on the radio, like sort of um, uh, independent radio stations and things like that. That yeah, it's always funny to hear. I yeah, bet. Yeah, I want someone like really podcast. that takes themselves yeah. really seriously, and they're like presenting yeah. the award, and they're like, "Oh shit, I gotta say this." <laughs> but yeah, most people embrace it though. They're just like, "Yep, I've, um, I love saying this, and here it is." Like, I get yeah. to say something stupid, and it hasn't really, you know, it's not their idea. <laughs> it makes us look silly, if anything. But yeah, people, people like it. So. Yeah, I, I I remember that line in the in the Simpsons when it happened too, and I I laughed then, and I and I still laugh now just playing the playing yeah, the records. Once so. you start read, if you read the first few words, and then it's just Mo's voice in yeah. your in, internal monologue. 
and it, it was just such a good joke because it was like you know all those phone calls from bart were like subtle they're like you know these jokes where he doesn't get it he's saying it out loud and it's subtle but other people kind of hear it differently and they get it and this one just like threw the whole thing out the window and it was just like yeah. this and this and this and this and this and it's just like it's so blatantly obvious and stupid <laughs> that it's it's probably one of my favorite like simpsons like moments it's just so so funny yeah and that was an interesting like the uh, that idea came up at a band practice and it didn't it wasn't any argument it was just like yeah all right it like it just fits on a record sleeve let's yeah. do it <laughs> Do you guys take it seriously? I mean, do do you feel like you take it seriously? I know that your guys are really talented musicians. I mean, do you, do you look at it from that angle first yeah, and yeah. foremost, or I mean, do you look at it as like this will be hilarious kind of thing? Um, yeah, no, we we take it seriously, um, and we're and we're all serious enough about in our own time we can rehearse, and um, we don't actually like. We, do weekly rehearsals or anything we sort of all live a fairly separated you know between two three four hours away from each other um so sometimes we might only have a, a short practice before a gig or um have to get together for a whole weekend and do an album work out what we're doing for an album or record or something like that so yeah we've all we can all trust each other that we're putting in the time and um when we do get the time together we make the most of it and um and also yeah when nathan passed away that was like a that we use that now as kind of you know it's all sort of dedicated to him and that it's a in, not inspiration but um a reminder just to yeah make the most of your time with with your mates and people you that you love and yeah get shit done nice so for this new album did you have the, just the one music video i think you did so long stink town yeah so we got we did um i, wa I watched the music uh, video today you guys have your your yeah. full garb on and everything so it was a yeah. cool it was a cool video so um I, I think you said that there were some funny stories behind that video um yeah yeah but... there was um so we uh the the picture of if you go online um if you check out the dr colossus facebook page you'll find uh a big mural i think it was about two or three stories tall got painted of jono the singer um, yeah i was gonna ask about that too so we so we it, might as well touch on that yeah it, so let's it, touch on that now so how did how did that happen anyway so it all works together so um okay. uh there was an arts project in the city of melbourne um for some street art it's kind of famous for its street art in um certain alleyways and things and one of the artists was a fan of the band and he's um got in touch with Jono and said, can I, can you come in and do a photo shoot in your costume? And, um, I've got the opportunity to paint it on a, on a building. And we were sort of like, yeah. Okay. I, I remember seeing that and being like, is this band that big to have a mural? Because uh, like, 
you don't even really see like a Metallica mural. You know what I mean? That's like right, it yeah. just doesn't really happen. You know, they just don't we do metal just... bands on giant murals. Yeah, so we we just got lucky that um, yeah the artist was a was a fan of the band. Um, That's awesome. So we rolled with it, and um, originally we wanted to try and film the film clip in front of that mural, work it in somehow. Uh, but in the in the end, the the location was a fairly tight alleyway, so you couldn't actually get sort of the right camera angle, and just logistically. Um, couldn't make it work so we'd sort of had a film clip organized um so we decided we would try and make um that maybe look like the headquarters or, or you know the sort of the stone cutters um secret warehouse or something so we, we found a location where we could film in a room that looked like that um, and there was a it's a it's actually a music venue and it was the the sort of dj bar upstairs sort of lounge bar and downstairs was a large band room uh, but it was perfect it had like red velvet curtains and you know the style was perfect and the dj booth was almost like an altar on the front of the um, stage um, so we dressed the room up and it ha- actually had a glass where we it was a glass floor, like a light-up dance floor. And they were like, oh, you got to be really careful with the drum kit on the floor. Like, we had another band film a film clip in here, and they dropped something and broke one of the glass tiles. And, you know, you just got to be really careful. So sure enough, like, after we played the song about 10 times, one of the drums fell over onto the glass floor. Didn't break, luckily. <laughs> and then uh, not long after that, one of the camera crew dropped like a um, one of the tracks for the little dolly runner that fell uh-huh. on the glass floor and it still didn't break. So we were lucky. We got away with that. Yeah. And then um, as the, as the, as the, uh, the storyline progresses. So it's basically, if you haven't seen it, um, there's a character who, who sort of ends up at the, the stone cutters um, headquarters and he gets sort of loosely initiated and by initiation we sort of um play the music at him very loud and he's at the end of the film clip chained up in a circle with the band around him and the camera crew was sort of like oh you know get get pretty you know get up in his face and sort of give it to him and Jono accidentally hit his eyebrow with the um with the like the bridge of his guitar and cut him, cut him open, and he was bleeding. So the bl- blood in the film clip is actually real blood from a sort of a big, long single take, um, you know, any scene where he's blindfolded and just you know getting pummeled with the song. Um, but yeah, Callum, that the the actor, he's he was perfect and he nailed it. So yeah, and and he totally ran with it. You know, um, once he knew he was bleeding, he was yeah. He didn't stop. <laughs> Good. <laughs> make it make it worth it at least. You know you yeah, got to keep right. filming. He's he actually. Um, I'll, I'll plug him. He he does his own uh, YouTube uh, podcast as a DJ. But before that, 
travel around and film like um, sort of pranks. So he would go and pretend to be a um, uh, like a bouncer at the Berlin Wall, set up a rope. Or he um, he was in uh, went to Burning Man and pretended to be an undercover cop and does stuff like that. So yeah, he's no. you know, he he can he's been to film school and yeah he was he was perfect for that role. So yeah, awesome. it worked out well. I think it's called <laughs> the American tour- Tourist, as in like terrorist, but tourist. Um, so uh-huh. go and check check it out. Um, nice, it's pretty funny. Cool. Now, if you were, th- this ties into a, a new segment that I'm going to do tonight called Yay or Nay. If you were going to start another band based on any sort of TV show or movie or anything, not The Simpsons, what would it be? Um, if, if, if it didn't already exist, I would say Star Wars, um, but there's a uh, Galactic Empire who do all the Star Wars songs. Um, but otherwise, maybe, I'm not sure. All right, well, you can think about it. I have I have a couple ideas maybe here like, I'm going to show you. Back to the Future or something, maybe. Back to the Future could be cool, yeah. Not much material, now, but... I'm going to show you 10, uh, 10 album covers uh, based on TV shows. And you just give it a yay or a nay. It's good or not. So the first one, Heisenberg. It's called Say My Name. I, yeah. I also hope that all of these translate to like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the shows I, that you I, watch I, in Australia. But I'm assuming that most of them are big enough to uh, to make it there. So That, that would be like a, a, a metalcore <laughs> with maybe, maybe some... Um, Electronic vibes, possibly, yeah. too. Yeah, that could work. They, they got the matching outfits and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like Apex Twin sort of yeah. metal. <laughs> so we're going to give that one a yay? Yeah, we'll give that a yay. Yeah. All right. This one's Tribbiani. How you doing? <laughs> On relapse. <laughs> um So am I saying yay or nay to to the, sure yeah to I don't know the, if it's, if it's a good idea or not I would suppose I, would I listen to it I would say <laughs> sure sure no nay no <laughs> yeah this one might suck this one's called Hill King Boy Ain't Right yeah that's a yay for sure I love King of the Hill man I think that yeah. someone should definitely make a King of the Hill uh, yeah that, metal band that could work. This this photo is actually with Willie Nelson, so uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know what that would sound like exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> honeymooner, one of these days. Uh, I'll say I'll only say nay because I don't get the reference. Okay, there were this is a show from like the fifties called okay. the Honeymooner, and uh, the main character. I, not that I grew up in the fifties, obviously. I think it's from the fifties. <laughs> um, but the main character would like threaten to hit his wife if she did something he didn't uh, like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get these it. days. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's maybe that's a yay then. That's yeah, that's good. <laughs> this one's called Jello Pudding Pop. Slip a Mickey. <laughs> yeah, that's got to get that's cancelled. 
<laughs> based on the Cosby show, of course, nothing yeah. to do with his uh, personal life. <laughs> this one's called Kenny Killer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a yay. Love For sure. Well, maybe we could do a South Park band. Yeah, that would be quite easy. Yeah, that's another one that you'll you'll probably never run out of material. They seem to kick mm. those things out pretty quickly. Yeah. Wax Seinfeld, master <laughs> of your domain. Yeah, that's a yay. And also another one that is like no shortage of one-liners. Like the, yeah, the lyric yeah, yeah, would yeah. be like easy to write with this one because Seinfeld's on Netflix now. I've been watching some of the old episodes and like. Every single episode is an absolute hit, you know? Like, yeah. they're just so good at, like, making the, the memorable lines. So Yeah, memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone would know it. Orange is the new black metal. <laughs> uh, yeah. It could be interesting. It could be like, um, I, I hear that as a, a wannabe black metal band, but they're, they're not, they don't quite get it. So it could be, it could flop. It could be a nay. Yeah. Prison Mike never got caught neither. <laughs> What's it say in the eye? In the eye? Oh, it's just a scratchy eye. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no hidden, hidden word in there. No, there's not. Um, yeah, that's a yay. Office is a great show. It could be something. All right, last one. You, do you get? Have you watched the British Office? Uh, yeah, I've tried a couple times. I, it wasn't really for me. Although I hear yeah. most people say it's great. I don't know. It, I just wasn't into it's it. De- probably, de- yeah. It's one of those like depending on which country you're from, one yeah. or the other translates yeah. better. This one's called the Streets. P is for pain. Yeah, that's a guy. I like it. Like a sort of, sort of <laughs> like. <laughs> kids metal i don't know <laughs> yeah bit dark like <laughs> all right that was the last one very good <laughs> yeah so, so was... any any new ideas for for the next project out of that um <laughs> uh, not from that but we do have some ideas uh I guess I'll, I'll give you the title and this, the, the diehard, well, this is a working idea. We haven't recorded anything yet, but, um, it's a, it's not a traditional album. It's like a, it's an in-between albums album, but it's, uh, could be called Sweatin' to the Oldies Volume 3. Um, there's a quote where... Someone's talking about listening to the first Sweatin' to the the Oldies albums in The Simpsons, and for some reason they don't talk about Sweatin' to the Oldies Volume 3. So we're going to maybe make Sweatin' to the Oldies Volume 3. So uh, what makes this not a, like, the next album? Like, are you, is it going to sound different, or is it going to be shorter, or? Which could be a covers album, maybe. Okay. Put it that way. <laughs> but that's a yeah. A cover a covers still... album with like a Simpsons twist or just a straight like covers album of like mm, Yeah, we're not sure yet, but definitely okay. music musical or some some sort of, you know, there might be little bits that um 
working together. But yeah, that's that's the next most likely thing. But we're sort of still in a like we're not locked down, but our our COVID cases at the moment are just like through the roof. So yeah, it might be a little while before we can get back together and make that happen. But yeah, I I was under the gig, assumption. Got some I guess from just first. being uh being in the US, I was under the assumption that Australia was just like completely locked down and everyone's just like, you know, being trapped in their houses and stuff. And then there was this guy from Australia on on Rogan today that I listened to and he was like, no, we just locked down early and now we're slowly like letting things open again. So we're getting more yeah. cases. Like I was like, oh man, that's, that's totally not what what I was uh, picturing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounded like in, pretty, pretty innocent. I don't know. In... Uh, um... Yeah, well, it depends on what your what what uh, train you're on, but um, yeah, the basic principle was, you know, even after some in some cases in the cities, um, if there was a f- you know a handful of um, untraceable cases that came up, um, they would just say, yeah, lockdown for a week or two, maybe. Uh, but sometimes those those lockdowns got longer and longer as this the cases this was pre vaccine or as the vaccine rollout came. Um, so yeah, they were trying to really look after the health health system. Um, yeah, I guess the basic like, idea was to like lock down real strict at first, so you can kind of like get everything yeah, in get place, hospital, make sure the hospitals are clear, and have more beds, have more workers, have a vaccine, have a protocol, yeah. have early medicine, early treatment. And then we'll open it back up. We'll let the COVID in, basically, and then we'll yeah. know how to treat it. So that's where is, we're at now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're it's like compared to our like lockdown numbers of cases, like it's out. Of, it, you would say it might be out of control it's, now, but um, it probably sounds alarming. But it's basically part of the plan, you know. Yeah, and like originally, like we didn't know you wouldn't really know anyone that had COVID, like. Um, you might know someone's, you know, six degrees of separation. T- but now, you know, every second person's kind of getting it. But very, well, yeah. in most cases, a mild flu sort of. Um, so, yeah. Do you expect to be able to play some shows anytime We've, soon? Or As a result of that, yeah. So this, the, the live music scene, again, has sort of had to shut down and um, things that were booked in for, you know, this time that were what we thought were would be clear to go um having to shut down some some in some cases purely because they can't get like an ambulance on standby for the gig or for the if it's a bigger festival or something um obviously the risk of transmission at the festival but yeah just sort of short shortages of um uh, resources uh, but yeah, we've got a gig at the end of the month, which is sold out. So hopefully, it'll be touch and go whether we can do that. But cool. Um, that was an album launch show from twenty early twenty twenty one, I suppose it would have been. They, they all got pushed back, so we haven't officially cool. launched the album at a, at a gig yet. So yeah, yeah, that, which seems because didn't it come out like kind of early in the year? Yeah, it was, was like it? Yeah. May or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sorry, 2022 shows, uh, 2021 shows. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, these last couple of years are a blur, but yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, we've got a lot of a lot of gigging to do before we sort of even think about uh, new music, is where that story comes to do. But yeah, we should have an east coast of Australia, and hopefully even get over to the west coast and get all that done first, and then think about more more content. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was definitely an album that was on my best of list at the end of the year. Yeah, and thank you. again, because because it's it sounds whether it's Simpsons related or not, it's fucking great. It's a great album. And just the fact that it's, you know, Simpsons related just adds to the fun of it and I think it's fucking great and I think yeah, you guys are an awesome band. So, appreciate you being on um and hanging out for a little bit and, and telling us a little bit about it. So, thanks for the invite. Yeah, it's um yeah, we were we were very happy with how it all turned out, and I'm glad it's sort of stretching into the far corners of the world, and it's not yeah. just Australians that are hearing about it. So yeah, it's, um, shouted for not just you and also everyone else that bought the album or come to the come to the shows and bought t-shirts, and yeah, makes it just want to do it again for sure. Well, I hope you do, and I, I hope you make it to the States sometime, hopefully, you know, this yeah, year or something. Hopefully. We'll see how everything goes, but it'd be awesome. And um, I don't know, anything else you want to plug? You want to tell people where to go to get the album or anything? Um, yeah, so I don't think, um, I think we're still working on an actual U.S. distribution of the album because shipping from Australia was sort of more than the, the record um so keep an eye out for a u.s version um that it will be shipped from the u.s um but otherwise yeah dr colossus the band.com or facebook instagram um and yeah or stream it and um yeah hopefully we'll see everyone at a gig sometime soon right on all right we'll talk to you later thanks for being here Awesome. Thanks, Ron.